Right Report, a podcast from the Master Executive Council of JetBlue Alpha for the Union Pilots of JetBlue. Now from New York, Ride Report. Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Ride Report podcast. I'm Mike Kendrick, sitting in for J.R. Hall this week. Today we have messages from MEC Chairman Chris Kinney and MEC Secretary-Treasurer John Costello. Both are going to give us a recap of some of the things that took place at last week's quarterly MEC meeting in New York. One of the topics of uh, interest for the pilots is the dues refund. So if you guys don't mind, let's start with that first. John, the pilots have heard about the MEC voting in favor of a dues refund. So first, what would you like to say about dues refund and how we got to this point? Hey, thanks, Mike. Uh, thanks for having me on today to discuss uh, dues refund. You know, one of the key drivers for providing the refund to our members is the strategic plan. Um, that plan is updated continuously by the MEC and, and really drives what your union does. Uh, one of the strategic goals is for the union to maintain a strong financial position and, when deemed appropriate, give a dues refund to membership. And uh, JetBlue Alpha has always been a responsible steward for our dues dollars. The recent pandemic uh, resulted in the canceled meetings and events, uh, which provided over a million dollar surplus for 2020. Uh, additionally, Alpha National forecast us uh, to budget less in 2021, uh, anticipating industry furloughs. Uh, fortunately, as these events did not occur due to multiple CARES Act passages, which uh, Alpha championed, we'll have another surplus in 2021. Uh, at every ALPA National BOD meeting, the MEC position has been to support the reduction of the ALPA dues rate. Uh, the MEC supported the reduction from 1.9% to 1.85%, which began last year. Other MECs do refund membership to lower their effective dues rate for their pilots. And last week, your MEC passed a resolution to refund uh, $2,458,593. Calculation process, which determines how much dues will be refunded to individual pilots, is somewhat complex. Uh, as ALPA returns the surplus dues using a first-in, first-out accounting method. Uh, this means that surplus amounts from 2014 through 2019 will be considered in the calculation. Okay. Well, uh, a couple of questions then. Um, with us going into contract negotiations next year, why did the MEC decide to do this now? Well, good question. And uh, we talked about that a lot during the meeting. Um, you know, based on our last negotiation and the availability of the major contingency funds at Alpa National, uh, the MEC believed that we were well-funded for our upcoming negotiations. Okay. Uh, and how much should a pilot expect or how will they be notified? Uh, well, Alpa National is going to be doing the calculations and uh, they're going to notify you of your expected uh, refund amount. Okay. And uh, when should pilots expect to see the dues refund? Uh, when, when their process is complete for the calculation, and that will be uh, on or about July 15th of this year. Okay. And John, before we move on to Chris, is there anything else you wanted to add? No, I think, I think that about covers it. Thanks a lot for uh, having me on, Mike. Thanks, John. Now we're going to speak with NBC Chairman Chris Kinney for more information about last week's meeting. Chris, a lot of things happen at these MEC meetings. Do you have any general comments or agenda items you'd like to discuss first? Sure. Hi, Mike. Thanks for uh, having me on the podcast today. I appreciate it. And uh, thanks for letting me have some time. You know, one, one thing we're always trying to do is strive to uh, bring our the MEC messaging and what we do within the MEC 
out to the membership. And we do that via numerous ways of communications. And, you know, recently it was the, a good idea to cut a podcast at the end of an MEC meeting and kind of do a post MEC meeting update to allow the members one more avenue to be able to kind of get inside of what goes on in an MEC meeting. Um, one thing that we did during this MEC meeting, it was a day longer than normal. And one reason for that was because we, we brought in a lot of strategic planning uh, for the MEC. Uh, that was mainly done by a lot of Alpa, Alpa staff. And what we do is we look into to next year into contract negotiations. And there's a lot of planning that has to take place in order for it to be a successful negotiations out throughout the next couple of years. So we strategically plan with the MEC and that is, uh, it takes a lot of time. Uh, we did about a solid day of strategic planning and we'll follow up next MEC meeting in September we'll always continue to strategic plan as the MEC always um, looks forward to the future of how the MEC is going to be run. Great, Chris. Um, one of the items uh, covered in MEC meetings is the committee updates. Can you tell us a little bit about who provided updates to the MEC and what the pilot group should maybe know about each committee's activities? Sure. You know, the committees are, it's a, it's a large majority of the pilots that make up all of our committees. Um, you know, currently we have, uh, you know, we have we have hundreds of pilots that that volunteer on our committees. Um, as of I think this morning, there was roughly 328 volunteers that make up our committees, and they're always working in the background for the membership in one way or another. And one important way to get the messaging out is to make sure that all the MEC, which is all the reps, are all able to understand all the hot topics and everything going on within the committees. So what we do is during MEC meetings, we we have several committees come in and present in person. And what that allows them to do is to uh, do PowerPoint presentations and take questions from the voting members and all those present to be able to understand more in depth of what is going on within the committees. You know, this last MEC meeting, we had, we had a lot of people show up in person and present, and it was great. We had a grievance committee who goes over all the current outstanding items, current hot topics. Um, we go in executive session and discuss all current and pending arbitrations. The system scheduling committee also presented at this meeting. And it, uh, you know that was always an in-depth briefing that uh, Scott Gelhoff, our scheduling chair does, as there's always constantly something going on within the scheduling committee. Negotiating committee also briefed in person, which they typically do every C meeting. And what they brief on is basically the, the status of the negotiating committee. Uh, right now, they are obviously preparing for uh, next year, and they brief the MEC on where they're at, what they're doing, and where they're going forward as far as that goes. Scope Committee Chairman Casey Turk also uh, presented to the MEC, and uh, what he does is he goes over in detail of Section 1 of our contract and, and how he keeps track to make sure all of our commercial agreements and all of our scope agreements are all in, 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 in compliance with our contract. Essentially, safety committee briefed as well on that's a hot topic item as well. That committee is very busy these days. HIMS committee also showed up in, in person and presented on, on the HIMS committee as well as they updated on the, uh, the future progress of what we're making with the, the new HIMS policy manual and the letter agreement, which we're about ready to close out with the company. Uh, communications committee, uh, Dave Burgess was uh, recently elected and confirmed into the communications chairman. And he gave a brief on where we're going to go with communications. We touched a lot on social media and discussed a lot of different avenues within the industry on how to continue educating our pilots. And then um, R&I committee also showed up in person 
and gave a great brief on, on retirement insurances looking forward to next year. Um, and as, uh, as you may have noticed, we recently cut a nice uh, a video on R&I as far as 401k spillover. So it's great that all these guys are willing to meet in person and travel, and it allows the MEC to uh, get more knowledge and be able to pass it on to our members. Oh, that's great. That's wonderful. And one of the other topics, we are currently in arbitration with the company regarding the NEA. Is there anything you'd like to tell us about that process? Sure. So as we've communicated before, the arbitration process is underway. Um, when we filed for the violate or the, the contract uh, scope violation on NBC grievance on February 16th, uh, we, we knew that the arbitration was not going to be a typical two-day arbitration. So when we struck for the dates for May, we were able to get the arbitrator and the company to agree to secure future dates. So we met in May for two days and, you know, we started uh, presenting our, our case to the arbitrator and to the board and the company did the same. We did not finish and we will continue the process uh, second week of uh, June, around June 15th is when we start that and we'll continue with the process. Um, you know, I get a lot of questions and the MEC gets a lot of questions on the NEA, the Northeast Alliance and the status of it. And, you know, the, the position is that when, when LOA 13 was sent out for ratification, there was a lot of, a lot of callers in there, a lot of growth metrics, a lot of uh, protections, ad, added protections that we're able to secure in LOA 13. Um, you know, the, the PIOS didn't ratify LOA 13, and that is a democratic process. And so the NEA right now is, we, we have a different view on that because we, we don't support that in any way at all. Obviously, it's a contract violation. And also, we don't have any callers or anything associated with the NEA right now. So, you know, the association's position is that the contract's being violated, and we'll continue to to take the stance that we want the company to adhere and follow our contract as it was negotiated. Okay. Um, another uh, event that happened on this week with the MEC meeting was the pub event. Can you tell us a little bit about that and how it went? Sure. As we mentioned earlier, strategic planning within the MEC is an important step to you know plan as we go forward. And the other thing too is without the pilots, without the membership support and unity as we go forward, it uh, it, it kind of doesn't give us as much leverage. We need the pilot support as we go into section six. And uh, one way to start doing that is to start having pilot unity building events, in other words, known as a pub event. And so it was kind of a last minute thing we did with New York because the restrictions were kind of opened up towards the last little bit. So we decided to hold, hold a pub event right downtown in Manhattan. And there was over 60 pilots that showed up. It was pilots that were local, pilots that were on overnights. Uh, we had pilots that uh, were commuting in for it. We had pilots that were uh, out of base that were on overnights that showed up, as well as a lot of people on the MEC and committee showed up as well. And it was it's a great opportunity. It lasted several hours, and it was a great opportunity to to discuss you know where the union is and and have people mingle and and get to know each other. And I think that you can look forward to seeing more of those kind of pub events in the future. All right. Thanks, Chris. Uh, and is there anything else you'd like to pass on to the pilot group? Uh, the main thing that we like to pass on is just, you know, we're coming into the summer. Uh, we're coming into time when you know, a lot of pilots have been used to uh, having some time off over the last uh, year. And we're coming into the summer and flying's picking up and, you know, the pairings are, are starting to dwindle down a little bit in quality. And we just ask that all pilots continue to, to follow the contract, continue to 
uh, build unity, read, read the MEC messaging uh, during summer months. A lot of pilots, rightfully so, want to go take time off and spend time with family and outdoors. And we ask you to continue to read the education materials that we send out and, and continue to get involved. And as always, fill out a PDR whenever you have a question. All right. Well, I want to take a moment and thank both Chris and John. We appreciate you taking the time to keep the pilot group informed. And to our listeners, thank you for taking the time to stay engaged. And we hope you enjoyed this podcast. Right Report, a podcast from the Master Executive Council of JetBlue Alpha for the union pilots of JetBlue.